Despite 38 points from Zach Levine, the Chicago Bulls drop a game to the Washington Wizards that were missing Bradley Bill, Daniel Gafford, and Christoph Przingis. And this was just a evident game in which the, the teams need supporting players. Vooch only 15 and 10 in this game. Zach Levine scores 38, but we don't really have much help for him in other places. And just when the ball's down to, the Bulls did not execute down the stretch well enough to win this game. We're going to break it all down right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. And again, the Bulls are on the wrong side of you can lose to anyone on any given day in the NBA. Dropping a game to the Washington Wizards, which they were missing a bunch of players. This hurts. And it hurts because the Bulls should have clearly won this game. When you look at them, we're coming out of the half up by 13 points. Going on a huge scoring drought. It was like a 20-5 to run. They allow, they allow the Washington Wizards to score 41 points in the third quarter. 41 in a quarter. That's just, listen, this Bulls team got to look at it, and we said it. That without DeMar DeRozan being out there, they just lack somebody else to step up. Patrick Williams, three for eight, three for eight in a game without DeMar DeRozan, a game without you having somebody who's so ball dominant. Zach Levine in this game was trying to set up other people. He had 38 points, and it wasn't nearly as selfish 38 points because he was trying to set up other people. They could not hit shots. 46% overall from the field after shooting 55% in the first half. 31% from from a uh, three-point range. Like it, it just you he did not have enough help and that's why. That is why I presented the question of does this team look to do something and here that they may be buyers at the trade deadline, it makes sense. This team needs help. They lack somebody else with any type of killer instinct other than Zach and DeMar, and Voot, who has been one of the most consistent Bulls, another double-double, is 22nd on the season. Shout out to him. You guys know. I've said it. He's been the most consistent Bull for a long period of, of this season. But he's not a killer. He'll hit some big shots for you. But in a game which Zach Levine just needed one player, one teammate to step up for him, one teammate to step up and help sh shoulder the scoring load in this game, and Zach Levine could not get it. He couldn't get it. Whereas on the other side, Kyle Kuzma, 21 points. But Gill, 18 points. Moore, 17 points. Right? Hachimura, even with 10 points himself. Getting other players to help step up and help him in this game in which we all knew Kyle Kuzma was going to be the focal point. It took him 20 shots to get 21 points. So shout out to some solid defense play there. But just disgusting. This is just a disgusting loss from a team that – We've been saying, and this is why it's so hard to predict anything with this team. This team shows three games of heart and then to come out and drop a game like this. It's hard to trust a team like this. It is. Every good feeling that was restored over the last little bit of run is gone now because of this loss. Not because of the Boston loss. The Boston loss, they showed some heart in it. This loss, this, this one just stinks, man. This just stinks. And it's... You have to look at coaching. You have to look at the players. You have to look at everything. And Zach Levine on the plane to them going to Golden State, or what are they, what we, uh, oh, no, it's it's OKC next, not Golden State, has to look at his teammates and just be like, hey, man, what the fuck? Excuse my French, but what the fuck? 
Nobody could step up and help me. Pat missed about about two op- wide open shots for him. It what nobody stood up and helped Zach Levine in this game. Just a disgusting effort. Disgusting effort. It's not a, and it's it's no excuses for it. For Patrick Williams, and I'm gonna keep zeroing in on him because he's the one that had been showing some aggressiveness. Iowa's four for six from the field. He just needed more opportunity. Caruso, three for eleven, terrible shooting. Voot seven for fifteen for 14, 50%. I'm not gonna shit on him. Patrick Williams, three for eight. And he should have took more shots on top of that. Kobe White doing most of his damage in the first half of the game finishes with 13 points. Drummond, only eight minutes played. Five fouls in those eight minutes. You couldn't play him. Nobody stepped up and helped Zach Levine in this game. And that's why the Bulls lost this game. Rightfully so. Terrible loss. You know what? It was said after, after the, was it the last time we played them? No, it was after the Minnesota game. That everybody in the locker room called out Zach Levine. Zach now deserves to sit there and do the Denzel Washington monologue and put cases on every single player on this team. Now Zach Levine gets that opportunity to go off on everybody. He deserves that opportunity because he stood up two games in a row. Zach Levine played hero successfully to what he could do. Two games in a row. In two games in a row, he was failed down the stretch of games by his teammates not being able to hit big shots, not making smart decisions. And that's not to say Zach didn't mess up some down the stretch as well because he absolutely did. But again, it's hard to fault a player that scores 38 points and clearly from from the opening tip-off was the focal point of your offense and he tried his best to get other people involved. Matthew, perfect example of why it don't matter who you play in the NBA. It don't. You got to give the consistent effort. Billy needs some blame at this point why he draw up that play. Listen, I don't know if it was a play that he drew up. I don't know if it was Zach Levine not running it. They said that he may expect it to get fouled. I don't know what it was. But whatever it is, the results of it was trash. The results were trash. Not an excuse for it. A two-pointer really stupid, bro. Stupid. They fucking blew it. Absolutely blew it. Hey, hey, congrats on 10K. We lost the game in the third. Uh, how we let Washington score 41 in the quarter. Need that post game from Vooch and Will, And also, of course, rebounds in second. They need everything. This, this was a disgusting effort from this team. Disgusting, disgusting effort from this team. This fucking sucks, bro. On the day we get 10K. Man, I know he's absolutely fucking sick. Tired of this shit, man. Tired of this shit. He thought he was fouled, but still, man, we didn't score on like six possessions in a row. Had the chance to get the momentum, man. Keith don't miss. Zach had no help. None. Nobody wanted to step up and help him. Our role players were in uh, invincible. Invisible is probably what you mean. Yeah. Terrible. Pat being timid. Absolutely. There's no defense for Patrick Williams and how he played tonight. No defense for Patrick. Well, uh, he did some things on the defensive end, right? If you want to throw him that. But outside of that, no, nah, man, I like this was this was the game that Patrick Williams needed to show. Needed this was the game to show, hey, some of that superstar potential you guys saw in me, a star potential that the front office sees in me. I'm gonna show you a little bit of that tonight. Didn't do it. Didn't step up in any type of meaningful way. Man, that hurts, bro. That hurts. Anthony Gill dropped 18. He's had 19 total over the past month. And Patrick Williams scored what, six points? Six. The number four overall pick, number four, scored six points when one of your superstars were down. Anthony Gill, I don't even think, was drafted. With 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 two of their stars down, stepped up and scored 18 points to help out Kyle Kuzma. That's crazy, man. 
Melvin, we can't keep making excuses for P. Will anymore, bro. I hear Lavina DeRozan takes his shots, get Jared Vanderbilt, and give gave him a start over P. Will at the power forward position. Well, it's not just that simple as going out and getting a Jared Vanderbilt. But yeah, there's no in this game. There's no excuse for Patrick Williams. None. And you guys know I'm usually trying to be the level headed one. Like, oh well, he did this, he did that. I don't give a damn about that. Patrick Williams doesn't understand what he's capable of. So why the hell should I give it him? Why am I throwing him some bell for some skill that he doesn't have confidence in? I'm not throwing you no more bell because of that. Like what the fuck, bro? They had people missing to uh, we need better role players. I swear. That's what it boils down to. It's time to make some moves and why the fuck not go to the paint, man? I Listen, we had tomorrow. We would have won this game. Zach had no hope, man. Pathetic. Yeah, but that's the thing. Against a team that is missing two of their best players, you, like DeMar should have been able to sit this one down easily. DeMar should have been able to take this night off. Yeah, I know we sold, but uh, can't argue that the refs hold us as well. Uh, when they had that run in the third quarter, it seems like the Wizards had a foul every time they went to their side of the court. I can agree with that. But again, this team, like, it shouldn't have got to that. Man, I don't know what the fuck to even say. What the fuck is wrong with P. Will and who, bruh? They starting to really drive me. Man, fuck this shit. Stupid as hell. Thug F. <laughs> I'm done. Damn, Brittany just went off. Brittany just went off. That's crazy, man. This team. Ricky, no excuses tonight. Bad coaching. I wish Billy would stop thinking Caruso, the defensive stopper for everyone. Patrick got to start demanding the ball. Listen, man, that's crazy. That's just tough, man. The Wizards were missing three of their best players, and we still lost. This is pathetic. You're right. This is a pathetic loss. This is not the type of loss that you can that you can have when you're trying to fix your season. You can't. You want us to believe in it? You're talking about all this, and I get it. It's great to see Zach Levine looking like Zach Levine again. That is great. I love to see it. But if you can't trust these players to step up one game missing DeMar DeRozan, Send their asses out. Send them out. You got to figure something out. You got to. Because as much as the development, and don't get me wrong, Io and Patrick Williams still have tons of potential. But you're going to kill yourself waiting on this potential to turn into something. Hey, Hayes, the team pisses me off. We need shooting so bad. I'm still mad at the front office for not getting shooting this offseason. Uh, that's, that can't hit open shots. The, and that's the biggest thing in this. Hitting, missing wide open shots. That's the part of this that's unacceptable, right? Contested shots, cool. Zach Levine was getting you guys wide open shots. There's no reason we should not be talking about a Zach Levine game in which he scored 38 and had eight assists. That's what we should be able to be talking about in this game right now. We should be talking about the Bulls getting a win, Zach Levine facilitating and scoring. That's what we should be talking about because Zach Levine easily set the table at least five or six more times than the assist he got. Set the table. These players couldn't do shit with it. Man, that's frustrating, bro. There's no excuses for that. Chi-Town Javier says, these are the type of games you look back at when we're fighting for a playoff spot. Exactly. And I thought we turned, and that's why, like, what did I say? I stopped titling videos. Oh, do the Bulls turn the corner after this win? Because listen, this, and you know what? This is the type of team where literally they'll win the next three straight. And we'll be talking about this all over again. Bananas, man. Bananas, bro. How the heck did Denny get 20 rebounds? Rather have Denny than Pat. Bruh, crazy, man. That's crazy, bruh. This is just wild, man. Joshua Simmons says, watch the whole game. Watch some basketball every day. Still can't name five players that played for the Wizards tonight. Listen, that's crazy. Mark Shannon, uh, Zach was looking at Debo on the bench like, I need you, bro. Listen, that they, 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 they got to do the whole, 
Mar uh, uh, Wayne's brothers were brothers happy and were singing and one of us lightly colored. Like, they got to do that shit. It got to be Zach and Damar and Vooch. Like, that's what it's sad to say. But you have a team with a fourth overall pick that you can't trust to do shit. You just can't. Not consistently, at least. For every game that Patrick Williams looks amazing in, and he shows those flashes, there's four games of him looking marginally okay. That's crazy, man. Two takeaways. One, it is not going to go noticed but, uh, much, but Kobe played a hell of a game. There's so many of the little things that mattered. He and Zach were the MVPs if they won. Got to trade Drummond. I won't say necessarily trade Drummond, but yeah, Dr Drummond. And people ask, why doesn't Drummond play more minutes? This was the perfect game and example of that. I swear they play hard against the big teams but play dumb against the stupid team. Hayes, I don't understand it. Shaking my head. Bro, I don't either. I have no idea. None. None. Drug test, Gil. That's funny. Big loss for the Bulls. Now the GM knows uh, what he really has. <laughs> Trash. That's crazy, man. Anthony Gill had 18, but yeah, it's not hard for players to make shots. on. Well, they weren't all on Vooch. Let's be clear. Some of those were on Pat Patrick Williams. A couple of those were on Caruso. They even had fucking Kobe White switched on Anthony Gill, which he probably did a better job than what Vooch did. Like, it's crazy, man. Trades are going to start happening. No, I'm telling you guys. Listen, even with this being said, and not that I don't understand why you guys are saying this team, watch, they're not going to do anything significant. They're not going to do anything significant at the trade deadline. And most Bulls fans that have been watching this team long enough knows, like, it's not going to be anything significant. Casey Johnson just tweeted, Billy is a very even-killed coach. This is about as agitated as I've seen him this season after a loss. He just tweeted that two minutes ago. So something must be going on back there in the, in the locker room, which is good. Zach and Billy Donovan need to look every player in that face and say, and y'all were the ones that were complaining about Zach Levine two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Everybody should be ashamed of themselves except Kobe. Kobe, you can get a pass for tonight. I would have liked you to see you score a little bit more in the second half, but it is what it is. Everybody deserves to be punched in the face tonight. It is, this was a disgusting game of basketball. That's just what it was. Disgusting effort. Bro, how's Vooch getting in the blame? Well, he's become just the... Just the thing for play, for fans to just blame everything on Vooch. I know the ref sold us, but guys, come on. Hayes is 100% right. Uh, we was up 13 points at halftime. The fact that this game was even close is pathetic in the third quarter, man. Pathetic. Pathetic. Malik, if you're going to talk about at least spell people's names right. First of all, they, 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 they traded Laurie because Laurie wanted to go. Let's be clear. Laurie wanted to go. He didn't want to stay here. And them trading him didn't really mean he was a restricted free agent. They didn't have to trade him. Now, Halliburton over, like, I guarantee you, if most teams are being honest, they had Patrick Williams on their board above Halliburton. Nobody expect, not too many people expect Halliburton to turn into this, right? But again, I mean, and I'm, I'm giving them a pass on those two things. You're saying, okay, those are washes. You need to, you see, you came into the seat. Everybody knew what this Bulls team needed in the offseason. You even, this front office even said it, right? We need to add some shooting and some rim protection. And while Drogic has been really good for the most part, really good. And Drummond has had his flashes. It hasn't had the impact, man. At this point, I'll drive some of the guys to the airport personally. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, there's no moving on from Pat, but that mofo is too strong, too talented. To all of DeMar's shots are on the table, and he's not pushing to get more shots off at all. Like, he literally was just fine just going through there. That was crazy, man. Come on, fam. Black Prophet says, I knew the Bulls were in trouble when at the half they had – a 16-point lead and should have been up by th six, 26 points. Zach does nothing on the defensive end. Again, that's wrong. That's completely wrong that Zach doesn't do anything on the defensive end. 
Too many bad passes and decisions. That's from the team as a whole. How does Zach not have 10 assists tonight? Because people couldn't hit wide open shots, right? The contested shots, okay. But the wide open shots, come on, fam. Bad loss for sure. Hayes, do you think the patient is running out with the squad in P-Will because every couple of games he shows progression and attitude with AK once on more consistent basis then reverts back to old? Um, No, I don't think. Listen, this front office is invested in Patrick Williams' development. I'm telling you guys, he's going to be here through his second contract. Passive P was back tonight. Yeah, I can't blame Zach tonight. Young boys got to know when it's time to get aggressive and help out more, especially when you know Debo's out. Yeah, and Passive P ain't going to get that done. The Bulls aren't a catch-and-shoot team, and it shows. Absolutely need to improve upon that area or acquire players who do that more efficiently. Uh, listen, it, the offense in general, and this is the thing, right? I'm not blaming this loss completely on Billy Donovan. I'm not doing that. But I will say this. It still remains to, to just being seen every time the Bulls offense outside of some flashes, outside of like DeMar and, and Zach having big games or Vooch having a big game, when your offense is completely reliant on at least two of your two or three of your big three having big games every single night to be effective, you got to look at some. You're not using players to the best, to their skill level the best, right? And my fear of it is that we'll bring in some other players that can do some catch and shoot things. But Billy Donovan still ain't going to use him correctly. That's my biggest fear with this team. O'Shea says, uh, they relied on Zach too much. I would I would get mad at everyone like, y'all not trying to hoop or something. Like, what's the problem? Step up. You got a jersey on. They playing like they in college still. Not even that. They're not even playing like they in college, man. This team couldn't beat a roster that had G League uh, talent level on the floor. Why not put P-Will on Kuzma on that game winner? Idiotic. Now, I do agree he should have guarded Kuzma on that possession. But still, man. It's still, it's passive P, bro. Passive P, that's crazy. You know what? If I did not, if I did not want to get this uh, video automatically demonetized, that would have absolutely been the title of the video. Who the hell is Anthony Gill? Crazy, man. One is lightly colored. I'm dead. I mean, I'm not wrong, though. One is lightly colored. Four fouls in three minutes. That's bananas, bro. Bananas. That Drummond can't keep his ass on the floor. And you a veteran. Robert Williams says, what the actual F we really sold the game so effing hard. Yeah, it, listen, it's bad, man. And we always let a role player go off. That, that's the biggest thing. Like, that's such a, a, a mind boggle. How do you always let some role player have their career night against you? Gil's about to get a contract because he just cooked the Chicago Bulls. That's crazy, man. That's wild. From Casey Johnson, Billy Donovan said the play call was 43 and that he ha hasn't talked to Zach Levine postgame yet. Um, Bulls were also mindful that the Wizards had a foul to give. So, does Zach Levine not understand where he was on the floor? Come on, man. Come on, bro. You thought no, the trade deadline isn't until February. The trade deadline is like February 8th or something like that. We're about we're a little under 30 days away. This team desperately needs shooting. Yeah, they definitely do. JC Metro, again, as we talked about before, you need to understand the difference between slander and actual critique. This loss was in part. On Billy Donovan. Because defense down the stretch, terrible scheme. Some of those offensive play calls. Now, the last play call being 4-3, can't blame that on him if they didn't run the, the play correctly. But no, this absolutely, you, you can't ignore coaching in this at all. People uh, on Io ain't show up. How does Caruso have more shots than Pat? He ain't won it tonight. What the fuck? Listen, and you can't teach somebody heart. If you took Javante Green's heart out and put it in Patrick Williams, 
I guarantee you, with Patrick Williams' skill set, the ability, the way he's able to play, I mean, shoot the three and his size and strength, Patrick Williams would be a top 25 player in the NBA. And you have to at some point start evaluating and wonder, is can he even develop that hard? This team very well could not make the playoffs. Very well could. Very well could miss out on the playoffs. And then at that point, AK and Eversley can't hide behind anything else. We have no pick to tank and too much, too many wins. Probably not going to move at the deadline and have Billy for a while. Where do we go now? Well, keep in mind, major trades are probably not on the table. You can still make trades to help improve areas of this team. You can absolutely do that. Um, as far as pick to tank, again, we don't own our own first round pick, first round pick outright. But tanking was never in the cards for this Chicago Bulls team either. Telling guys that from the beginning, the tank was not going to be a thing. Um, you have to improve this roster. You made your bet on Billy. You have to improve this roster by any means necessary. AE23 says, hey, we might have lost, but at least we still have continuity yet. Fuck continuity. That's what I got to say about that one. You don't get no, like that continuity shit, all that's over with. We need skill. We need wins. If you do want to know the truth, it was two players that the Bulls were looking to draft. That was Patrick Williams and Tyrese Halliburton. Well, that makes it even worse. I mean, I understand with the way that AK wants this roster to ideally be built out. I can understand why he went over Patrick Williams, but that's just looking like a big-ass mistake, man. Exactly. Great point here. Zach tried to get his people involved, and they ain't help him. He set the table nicely a few times in this game, and players couldn't hit wide open, wide open shots. O'Shea, Patrick Williams got to demand the, bat, the ball. He act like he plays on the bench or something. Man, I don't even know. Why is Patrick Williams so inconsistent, Hayes? He's a young player. Young players are tend to be inconsistent. But on top of that, here's the thing, and this isn't to excuse it, because Patrick Williams needed to show up tonight, so there's no excuse for that. But it's hard to ask players to develop skills that you don't put the ball in their hands often. He's like, how can we expect somebody to develop if we don't put them in the positions to develop either, right? Billy Donovan has to call more plays for Patrick Williams. Now, I will say this. Patrick Williams, upon that, has to hit some goddamn shots and acts like he wants to be here. Hayes, why doesn't Jerry sell the franchise if he doesn't plan on doing anything productive with it? Well, again, he put, hey, listen, Jerry Reinsdorf isn't the guy who I'm going to overlook every deal you make. He hires people. He lets them do his job. So selling the team isn't necessarily going to help unless they're going to just keep bringing in new GMs until they find one. You have to kind of allow uh, people to, to work into their role. Now, here's what I'll say. Like I said, I know the common thing, Jerry, just sell the team. It's not going to fix shit, and it's not happening. They're not, they're not trading in this cash cow. They're just not. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, that 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 put that pivots it and puts it in the front office. You gotta figure it out. You have to figure out how to put, how to field a better team out there. If you're making billions, would you sell the team? Is the question exactly? You're not gonna sell something that you're making money hand over fist about. Mister Hill says, "I gotta be honest. Bulls look a hundred times better when Demar has the ball in his hands and Zach is playing more off the ball as a catch and shoot player because he literally is our only good one." I disagree with that. The offense looked. Great today, in theory. Nobody hit their fucking shots. When you look at the number of open shots that people got, the offense technically worked. That's your job. The, when you design an offense, the only thing you can't do is make people hit shots. But you design the offense to get players open shots. Guess what? This team missed a lot of open shots tonight. I'm just saying, man. It's just not that simple. That's just, it's just that being the fix, Mr. Hill. But I get where you're coming from on that, 100%. 50 seconds left, no timeout until a damn scramble on the floor after five missed possessions. Billy annoying as hell, bro. 
It's crazy, man. Black Prophet says, I.O. Kobe and A.C. missed so many wide-open shots. They also had four to five empty possessions that helped Washington also run plays in the in the post for Vooch. He has a smaller guy on him. All uh, Facts. Everything you just said. 100% facts. No one called a timeout during the scuffle for the fucking ball and forced Zach Levine to shoot a ridiculous shot. I'd be pissed even if I made that shit. If I were... Oh, Zach needs to be pissed. Zach has to be pissed tonight. And rightfully so. This game is the perfect example of why DeMar DeRozan has no, it has nothing to do with why DeRozan has the ball in his hands a lot. Again, you still got to pass it. Yeah, so, I mean, at the end of the day, you switch DeMar with Zach. Okay, that doesn't fix these motherfuckers not hitting wide open shots, right? And I will say this, Zach actually moved the ball a little bit more than DeMar, than DeRozan does. Motherfuckers couldn't hit shots. The Bull says, only good news, Zach is back. P. Will made a great shot in the fourth, and nothing after that. It's his mental with him. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. No name kills us. To me, inconsistency is all coaching. Well, again, Billy Donovan ain't out there shooting three-point shots. Billy Donovan ain't out there getting wide-open opportunities, man. So while a lot of this does fall on that can be spread out, listen, the players got to execute, man. Players have to execute. Your defensive scheme is destroyed when Andre Drummond gets 4,002 uh, minutes and 52 seconds. It shouldn't be, though. A good coach, you, you adjust. You can't help it. There are going to be players that get in foul trouble. What do you do? You adjust. The lazy rotations on certain things. You have to adjust. I'm not convinced people actually likes basketball. Well, he needs to admit it and get the fuck up out of here, if that's the case. If he doesn't like playing basketball, if you don't want this shit, if wearing bulls across your chest don't mean shit to you, get the fuck out. Period. This is what it boils down to. We 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 can we can put you. We can say we can uplift you and say you need more shots. All this shit. But if you're not going to execute it, it don't mean nothing. It don't mean a damn thing. Continuity bullshit. Listen, and passive P is killing continuity. Passive P greater than continuity because he sucks. Facts says he doesn't get plays and doesn't touch the ball much. So when we need him to set up, he isn't ready. That said, the limited opportunities should be taken full advantage of. Agree. Both can be true, right? He cannot get plays called for him as much as he probably should. But that still doesn't abstain him when in an opportunity like this, without DeMar being out there, you needed to step up. And he didn't. F the Bulls, when do the sky start? By the way, make sure you guys go and subscribe to Chicago Sky Central. We actually started our offseason content over there. So there you go. Uh, Dale and Terry must be thinking these older guys fuck up too. I still don't get in. Hey, listen, that's crazy, man. That's wild. That's wild. I'd rather see Patrick. I mean, I'd rather see Dale and Terry than Patrick Williams in tonight. I guarantee you Patrick Williams would have took some. He would have took some some more shots. I'm hearing Zach. Well, you're not hearing that from anybody, bro. Like, you know, like, check the source, bro. Zach, ain't nobody tripping off going to the Lakers, man. Nah, man, I don't get how you can just say people didn't hit shots. Tomorrow's always dishing the ball, especially in the first half. People miss shots. Zach doesn't move the ball more. That's some BS. Oh, no, Zach absolutely moves the ball more. 
he moves the ball more than DeMar. But again, people not hitting shots, they're not hitting shots. Mr. Hill says, um, but I'm saying when DeMar is swinging into wide open Zach, they fall more often than other players. Great point there. I got no arguments there. 100% great point. I'm calling it now, Hayes. If we run it back with the same roster again next year, something needs to change from either players, coaching, or... Oh, listen. There's no way they can run it back with the same roster. I don't care if the Bulls go on a 20-game winning streak. You can't trust it. They can't run the same roster back. They can't do that. Also, Vooch got to say, I know I'm double, but both y'all too little. It's crazy, man. Well, here's what I'll say also, though, Simba. To this point, uh, he says, Hayes, it's difficult to adjust with the roster with people who cannot fill their roles. I get it. But it's also hard to expect players to fill their roles when you don't put them in a position to grow. It's hard to rely on people. Oh, now when we need you, the light's on you. But when we're trying to develop you, we ain't got shit for you for real. Right? And again, still, professional basketball players need to hit open shots. That's a baseline. But it's hard to expect people to grow in their roles when you don't use them properly to develop the skill sets that they come in having. You tell me this. How many times a season have we put Patrick Williams in a position to grow? A point guard in high school. Point forwards are one of the best things to have in this NBA, especially a point forward that can shoot the ball 40% from three-point range. How many possessions this season have we given Patrick Williams the opportunity to grow as a ball handler, to grow as a facilitator? How many times? Do you think that that's happened this season? So it's hard to then say, hey, we need some playmaking and facilitating from you now. 20 games. I've been sitting here waiting 20 games to facilitate. So it's it, it, it's it, it's twofold. They go hand in hand. But again, that's not to excuse. People got to step up and hit open shots. Everyone except Zach and Kobe played scared today. Listen, everybody. Cap of the Great says, being a fan of this team is like being in an abusive relationship. Oh, me and Pat. The designers say that all the time. Definitely in, a, in a, definitely in an abusive relationship. I agree with uh, he gets limited shots and shit, but the things we really need him to be good at, he's not like rebounding in defense, been so questionable since rookie year. Well, keep in mind, you also got to talk. He's not in positions to get a rebound, a lot of rebounds, because of how Don, uh, Billy Donovan uses him. He's just not in position to get a lot of rebounds. Billy Donovan has him set up as in the way that the offense and defensive schemes as more of a, a wing than, than, a, than a power forward. He's not in position. I went over the stats with you guys. When Patrick Williams is in position to get a rebound, he's in the top 95 percentile. The, per, the percentage of that is just very low. Now, some of that could also be said to him just standing out. On, again, I'm not saying it's all based on one thing, but it's a combination of things that are that are causing that to happen. You Pat said it on locked on ball movement don't mean anything if you're missing the shots they generate. It doesn't. It doesn't mean a damn thing. A little cap pays on a 20-game win streak, bro. I'm telling you, I don't give a damn. If they go on a 20-game win streak, shout out to you, you saved the season. But we can't bet on this shit again next season. Like, oh, yeah, that's clear. Like, he doesn't deserve to be. Zach isn't going to be a non-star this season. His season started off too slow. It's really hard to to, to make up that ground with how slow he started. Playing great now. He's playing all-star basketball now, but I don't think it's going to be enough between now and the all-star break for him to get in. No one's making excuses for Zach's. He made dumbass pass in the final minutes, but in the totality, look how the damn starters performed alongside Zach. Not my opinion. It's facts. Agreed. Bring out, no, put the trade machine down. Please don't send any screenshot of trade machine deals. Don't do that. 
Patrick Williams at this point gives me Tony Snell vibes. Don't get me wrong. P. Will is better than Snell was, but the demeanor and attitude to not be aggressive always. Agreed. Ain't nobody can play. I'll see again. The comprehension. It's not about just passing. Everybody passes the ball probably 10, 15 times a game. It's facilitating. That's different than just passing. That's setting up an offense. That's running some things through some people, some design actions that he either can make a decision to score or to get some assist on. It's more than just pass the ball. Basketball players pass the ball. He just probably did three passes now. DeMar just pump fake 10 times. It's kind of tough to develop young players on the team trying to contend with two established all-stars who will get their 18 shots similar to JT and JB. No, because guess what? Marcus Smart gets opportunities to step up. Grant Williams gets opportunities to step up. Al Horford gets opportunities and things ran for him. That, that whole thing of it's hard to do, no, it's not. Because guess what? DeMar was ball dominant in, in San Antonio. You know what DeMar did? He took less shots and facilitated more because the coach demanded that of him. It's not hard. It's, it's honestly really simple. You run actions for people. That's fairly simple. As a coach, a head coach in the NBA, I, I, I'm, I, it's not it's not any excuse for, oh, well, we got two players that like 18-plus shots per game. All right, fine. That's cool. That ain't no fucking excuse. This is a problem. People pass it before the play begins. He doesn't pass for actions usually. Just here you go. Great, great point there. And then he doesn't cut when he passes the ball. He will do a handoff. What are you supposed to do? Cut to the basket hard. Simple basketball. Very simple basketball. Brandon no just somebody hug case. I don't need no hug because I'll probably punch somebody in their face right now. Passive P, the return of passive P. That's just frustrating as hell, man. That's crazy. I'm glad we're holding people accountable. Continue to score under 10 points this season and be a starter is unacceptable. Oh, no. Scoring under 10 points in this team isn't unacceptable. Not for how they use them. That's not, I, I disagree there. That's not unacceptable. It's understandable to me because of how he's used. But he needs to step the fuck up, right? This game specifically. This was not any excuse for P-Will not to have to step up this game. It just wasn't. Can we bring Jordan out of retirement? He would be punching the half of the team by now. That's funny. Uh, from Casey Johnson getting Levine said DeLon Wright told him he fouled him and officials told him he missed it. That's crazy, man. Lee Education James, hold on, bro. Hold on. Wait a second. Let's pause there. No disrespect to Shy Bulls podcast. That's family. Y'all can argue all day, but we're not finna do that. We're, we're not finna do that. Y'all both family. Y'all can disagree. Disagree, argue, lead the mamas out of it. Let's not do that. I'm the one that can make the mama jokes, and I ain't going to make them at either one of y'all because y'all family. I'm sorry, Jose, that's stupid. That's a, y'all ain't got shit to do with it. There are a lot of players in the NBA who weren't starters, and they can be aggressive. You still, that that's stupid. To say, oh, well, you played off the bench in college, that's all you can do. No, that's not. You can't expect that. Guess what? You're in the NBA now. What you did in college don't fucking matter. There are players who barely played in college who find their way and are aggressive in the NBA. That ain't no excuse. That's no excuse. He was a young player on a team that spread things out, and he was a late bloomer to basketball. I'm sorry. that don't He don't get no, no excuse for not being aggressive at, at that point. Hell, there are players that all they do is come off the bench. They can still be aggressive. So, no, I can't get with that on that one. I can't get with that. Disagree with that, Julian. Completely disagree with that. Because when P. Will has had plays, I've told, I've given you guys the stats before. When P. Will has double-digit shot attempts, it's come down this season because he got more. He averages 15 points per game, eight rebounds, and four assists. That's what he averages when you actually play things through him. So you know what? No, he has shown that he does deserve that and that he he's performed when he gets that. Now, again, 
He's if you keep playing like this. All right, man, listen. Look at me bringing people together. Me the one who's always going off on people. That's crazy. Have to disagree with you, Hayes. Pat gets similar opportunities as Grant Williams. Problem is he's better than Grant or at least has the skill sets to be. Pat should be getting opportunities. Pat should be getting opportunities with the ball. Pat, Patrick Williams doesn't get uh, opportunities similar to Grant. You know why? The difference is they still put him in a position to be successful. The only thing that you can say he gets opportunities is maybe you can say the number of shots, but how you get those shots, how you are set up, matters as much as the number of shots that you get. They don't run things for Patrick Williams. They run things for Grant Williams. And even with that, their production is pretty much the same. Grant Williams, nine points per game, 4.7 rebounds, 1.6 assists, and 51% shooting from the field. That's not, that's actually about the same production as Patrick Williams. But you know what? You know what? They put Patrick Williams, I mean, put Grant Williams in much better situations, in my opinion. Y'all overestimating AC's trade value? No, I think, I think AC could get you a lot on the trademark, especially from a contending team. It's going to get you on a – and keep in mind, I'm talking about a contending team. AC can get you a first-round pick because a contending team is going to be low. But AC can get you a first-round pick, depending on the team. You look at a team like the Golden State Warriors, who are missing uh, Gary Payton II, who was their best defensive player by every metric. You add in Alice Caruso, they don't need Alice Caruso to shoot. I guarantee you they'd give up a first-round pick for AC. But it's not going to get you – I mean, it's going to be – Low 20s, but you can get a first-round pick for AC. And I'm not calling for AC to be traded. I'm just saying what they can get. Again, no, just because he touched the ball, there's a lot of things. That's not having plays ran for you. That's a completely different thing. That's a completely – you can touch the ball a lot. doesn't mean you're in position to shoot because you touched the ball. No, because, again, Caruso, I got to disagree with you, Channel 4 News. People don't expect – off. like, if you're expecting – offense from Alice Caruso, I don't know what player you've been watching his whole career. His stats are exactly in line with what he what he's done his whole career. Let's go over it, right? Because just so people think I'm not blowing smoke. Alice Caruso on his career is a 42% field goal shooter. Know what he's shooting this year? 44%. Alice Caruso over his career averages 4.9 shots per game. You know what he's averaging? Four shots per game. He's a career 37% Three-point shooter, taking 2.1 threes per game. You know what he's averaging this year? 40% shooting three, averaging 2.1 three-pointers per game. Alex Caruso, a 73% free throw shooter. You know what he's averaging this season? 75% shooting from free throw. Alex Caruso is giving you everything that he's told you he is his whole career. We are in a unique situation that we need offense from Alex Caruso. But again, Alex Alice Caruso is still as marketable and desirable as most teams as when he was a free agent because teams that understand what he brings and what his defense, what that energy, what the what the, the versatility and switching, what he brings there on the right team is invaluable. So I just think that sometimes Bulls fans have more expectations for a player that's giving you exactly what he's giving you his whole career. Black Prophet, even the Bulls don't run a lot of plays for people. I still need people to play solid defense, rebound, make some open shots, run the floor, and don't get outplayed by a G League player. I mean, I agree with you. We need defense from him every single night. Would you uh, go? Wiseman sucks, too. Like, he doesn't even look good in the G League. Jose Vegas says, I still feel you. Uh, didn't see what people brought to the table in college. You took a chance on him. He still ain't developed, too. Yeah, but part of that development also has to be on, on the team. But I agree with you. That, that I have no argument with. He has not developed at all. I already talked about this. Yes, 
teams contending teams because their first round pick is so low. You hell, we got a first round pick back from Marco Simonovich. Yes, you can get a low first round pick, not high, but you're getting a first round pick back. Hayes, he shouldn't have plays run for him to be better than this. Uh, when they swing to him, he has the option to do something, and he chooses just to pass. Well, again, at that point, then you guys would be saying, oh, well, why is Patrick Williams dropping up those shots? For a player, a young player, who hasn't been playing basketball all their life, you do have to, and it's been proven. Go back a couple of games. First three plays of a game were ran for Patrick Williams. You know what he did that game? He scored on the first three possessions. You know what he did the rest of that game? Played great defense, rebounded the game, and ended up with like 18 and 6. Every player is motivated differently. For a player that does lack confidence, you have to put, that's why it's called growing pains. You have to put them in uncomfortable situations for them to grow their skill level. They're not doing that with him. They're just letting him coast out on there. Now, again, as I said, part of that is absolutely on him. But part of that needs to be the coaching staff putting him in a better position as well. <laughs> Brandon Jet, people aren't basketball smart. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. You're missing the point. Alex Caruso was supposed to bring a winning championship mentality. He's obviously not done that. And we are not in the position to be. No, that's stupid. When you bring a mentality, you still have to have people that buy into that mentality. You can't just say, hey, let's add this. Oh, it didn't work. That means that it, that, like, at what point is that missing? Alice Caruso has brought everything that he was supposed to bring. Toughness. When you look at the, the plus minus with him on and off the court, he's you can't play for other people. He can't make other people, people play. What point? What point are we missing? That's stupid. That's, again, one of those things that people try to find some type of logic to find fault. And it's not, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. You can't think for players. You can't make players play with heart. Alice Caruso brought every single thing he was supposed to bring to this team. Big T, you do, though. That's the point that you're missing. You do. If you notice a player is passive, you do run things for him, especially when you find it. The reason why I'm saying this is because Patrick Williams is successful when you run things for him because it forces him to have to think. It forces him to have to use that part of his brain that isn't used by just sitting out there on the three-point line. It's, it's, just, it's simple basketball. Hayes, he's been told he's the future. He's told he's the X Factor. He's told he's to be aggressive and shoot the ball or get cussed out. Listen, no, you're you're taking sensationalized things and trying to make them reality. He's nobody's told Patrick Williams he's the future. People have believed in his in his ability, but nobody in the Chicago will say, Oh, yeah, by the way, you're the future, right? You're you're, you're this franchise is you. Nobody has said that to Patrick Williams. People have put that expectation on him. Ain't nobody sat there and told Patrick Williams he's the future. Doesn't bring a championship mentality, but hurts himself constantly trying to win. What the fuck is you? Exactly. Like, that's the thing. People are just stupid. Like, people literally, and I've said this before, people who are casual basketball fans are fine. Like, channels like mine, basketball as a whole, it wouldn't be as big as what it was for casual, if it wasn't for casual basketball fans. But people who don't understand the game of basketball really have to try to stop talking the game of basketball. It's it's like for people who don't understand battle rap and all they listen to is Drake, and then you take them to a rap battle and they ask too many goddamn questions. I may be projecting on some past shit on that one. It's crazy, man. <laughs> hey, is there a lot of dumbass people commenting and just pointing them to 2K? It's crazy, man. Crazy. Pat's calling people the bus or just so get the rush. Pat, I love Pat the designer, but if you notice, Pat shifts with whatever bulls community is is saying the most right there not that his opinion he's opinionated all the time but what he'll push is things that he knows is going to get people raw rod up that's just pat uh but no people is not a bus yet it's way too early to say if it's a bus and that's why i say i say to your point as well everybody who's ever said oh we gave up on bobby porters too soon we gave up on laurie too soon oh we shouldn't have traded wendell for nikola vucevic oh we gave away daniel gafford 
You got to chill, man. You got to chill. I remember early in the preseason, Billy Bench, uh, Patrick Williams at one point behind Green and DJJ until he steps up. Uh, may need to go to that route because P. Will's chance to step up. This was P. Will's chance to step up. Listen, I don't know. Again, they need to find a way to motivate it. No, bro. It, and, and this is why, like, no. Gil absolutely had things run from now. He did step up some, too. But, again, the point isn't does he need to step up. The point of the matter is, is how do you build confidence in somebody that you aren't putting in situations to grow? It's leadership one-on-one. If you've taken any leadership course ever, if you played sports ever, for example, I was a defensive end for the most part that I played football. I was fast as shit. It took one coach to be like, you should try out for running back. I sucked at first. I became one of the best running backs that school had ever seen. You have to put people in situations to be uncomfortable. You have to build up their confidence when you see they don't have confidence. Every player you can't motivate the exact same. Gill had to work himself up. Dude wasn't even drafted. He had a chance to build confidence. P. Will, you have to, and it's shown he, the way that you motivate him, I don't give a fuck what Gill did. I don't give a fuck what Grant Williams done. I watch this Chicago Bulls team every single day. And Patrick Williams has shown, not just in theory because of what other players do, when you run things for him early and get him involved, he is a much better and engaged player over the course of the game. Now, one could say, all right, but you shouldn't have to motivate him that way. Cool. Sit on that moral high ground. That's all good. But at the, the, the fact of the matter is you have seen a player on your team that needs that to get going. So what are you going to do? Are you going to get feed it to them and put them in the position so that you can then get going and build off that? Or are you just going to sit there and wait? Oh, he needs to develop the skill. Well, fuck, if you don't help me develop it, you're not going to get it, right? So all that, all that comparisons to other people shit don't matter. Brendan Nelgett, a lot of uh, casual fans in here tonight. That's just the way it goes as you grow, bro. <laughs> Not motherfuckers asking questions at the rap battle while you're trying to hear a bar. Bruh, if I missed a punchline, if I missed a punchline because somebody's asking me a question at a rap battle, I'm going the fuck off, bro. I'm literally going the fuck off. Don't ask me no questions while I'm trying to hear bars, man. Lonzo ain't the savior. People need to give that up now. And, and especially a player that's been out of basketball for a year. If they actually go into investing people as part of their future, then they need a different coach to develop him because B- BD can't bring it out of him. It's a good point there. Definitely a good point. He needs some milk. <laughs> Who y'all talking about? Hey, listen, you can't lead the blind to understand. I can explain it to you. I can't comprehend it for you, though. Can't do that. People don't realize that some players are more passive and less confident than others. Exactly. Hayes, you're right, but the fact that you need to motivate people is scary. You should be playing his heart out on a nightly basis. He should be motivated to step up and play because he's the fourth pick. Listen, he didn't choose to be the fourth pick. And that's not to say that I disagree with you. But at the end of the day, it's this. If you have a talent on you, you have to, you motivate as a leader. You motivate, everybody responds differently to different things. If you have one, you have one standard, right? But if you have one way of motivating the people that you're supposed to be leading, you're going to fail as a leader. You have to be able to lead and guide people in a way that's meaningful to them. Hold everybody to the same standard. Meaning, once I have this standard set for you, if you don't perform, you sit down. But for when you're developing people, when you're developing skills, everybody has a different level of development. We can say all day, sitting here in front of this microphone, oh, well, you shouldn't need to be motivated because you're a fourth overall pick. That shit don't matter. He's on the team now. He didn't choose where he got picked at. You have a talent on this roster. You, Your front office made a bet on continuity. Part of that bet on continuity means 
that you were betting on these players developing. If you don't put them in the situation that for them is going to help them develop, you're failing at that. That goes with Io as well. Io's shown he is a much more engaged point guard because he's really a combo guard when he's dictating the pace, when he's moving up and down the court. He doesn't get a lot of opportunities to do that. Now, his mentality is completely different than P. Will's, but it plays into it. Billy never ran any offensive sets. Hurts, man. I won't say he didn't run any. He ran some offensive sets this game. There have absolutely been games where I've doubted and been like, did Billy call anything tonight? He definitely ran some offensive sets today. If only we could put Dalen's brain into Pats, man. Listen, that would be a scary play. Dalen's brain and Javante's heart into Patrick Williams, top, top 25 player in the NBA. O'Shea, you're right, uh, though. That's scary. I thought some players would just have it together. That's going to help me playing with people when I hoop. I'll be wanting people to be ready to go. Hey, that's that Jordan mentality, right? That's why Jordan, like, he really sucks as, like, a talent evaluator because he, he just expects everybody to want it the way he did. It's been three years with Pat and a little over a season worth of play from him. By now, they have to know what gets Pat going, and we just don't do it. Agreed, Bath Lord Payne. I know you said uh, this Bulls season reminds me of the 0708 Bulls, but it reminds me of the 2015-16 when we signed Hoiberg. Same situation. Think of they'll turn it around. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I get what you're getting at. I get where the comparisons come. I still think of they're more like the 0708 Bulls just because of the kind of how it all went down, but I can see that comparison for sure. All right, y'all. I got to get ready to end this stream. I've gone over an hour. I got to go over and do Locked on Bulls. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for getting us over 10K today. I appreciate and love you guys so much, man. I can't stress it enough. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform that we're on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. We just hit 10K today. I love you guys, man. Like I liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.